1: FM to get started. Hey everybody, in this episode of the Legends of Tomorrow after show, we're breaking down season four, episode twelve, Eggplants, The Witch, and the Wardrobe. Oh boy, we've got spit takes, we've got theme park construction, and we've got an IKEA from hell. We're gonna break it down next on the only after show, always going to be at 10 PM Pacific. Let's do it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now let the buzz! Begin. Hey! 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 Well, welcome to the Legends of Tomorrow After mm. Show, everybody. Mm, 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 we're mm. breaking down every episode of the Legends of Tomorrow airing Monday nights there on the CW. We ain't stopping. Can't stop. Won't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. We're <laughs> we're breaking in this it down. Ah for you. I'm Frank Moran. I'm Dave Child. Look at that. Uh, And you know what? You know who's making us look good and sound even better? is Jonathan in the booth. Oh! oh, 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 oh. (laughs) Look at that. A wolf call. (laughs) Love him. So folks, as always, like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe Mm. to the YouTube channel, and Dave Child's got his laptop here. Oh, I'm chatting. That means that chat is up and
0: running. I'm talking to people. You tell me you're Thoughts and feelings, and I'll, I'll, I might say them out loud through yeah. a mic.
1: That's right. But you, be kind, be you good, show and him be yours, kind. He'll share his. Yes. That's, that's <laughs> my promise to the internet. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, of course, we'll break it all down. But before we get into the specifics of this episode, Dave Child, Mr. MR, Dave Child. Mm hmm. hmm. Yes, sir. Overall, happy. what did you think of this episode? You know what? I liked it. I I actually, I like this episode. It's almost like an apologetic. (laughs) Well, I feel like we were pretty
0: harsh uh, last week. So I feel like it's nice to be, it's nice to have this, uh, harsh for us at least. And I think this episode, I, I, I suspected I was going to like it. I usually like it when they have some sort of weird mystical bottle thing going on bottle episode and that's what this was and i uh i pretty much liked all of it i think we might have a similar beef this time around Ooh, but uh, Mm, but I do think I do I did like this episode. I thought it was pretty good, and all the storylines were pretty fun to watch. Most of the storylines were pretty fun to watch. If
1: I let you go for a few more seconds, would you? a couple of storylines? <laughs> okay, I mean, just no, one no. storyline.
0: No, I like that. Well, <laughs> I love the IKEA purgatory. I think that was like fun and quirky, and it's it also definitely someone definitely thought of it while being stuck in an IKEA because IKEA does feel like purgatory. So Does it? Do you?
1: Yeah. Because for me, I enjoy the experience of Ikea. I've never you're looked at it as... You're a hell demon.
0: You're a really? hell demon. It's... I like... Uh, you know what I like in uh, Ikea is if you know how to maneuver around it, if you're in it. If you're in an Ikea for the first time and you don't know how, like, the tricks and the trades of Ikea and you don't know how great their uh, frozen yogurt is and also... They're cheap food, which is actually pretty good. You can get pretty cheap meatballs. Ikea. It's not purgatory. But, you you know, it's... (laughs) Pay pay, pop-a-tip. But if you're in it for the first time, you don't quite know what to do. You can even follow the arrows. But the arrows are going to take you the long way around. And you're like, I just wanted to get to... I just want to buy a lamp. Why do I have to walk through all of these living rooms? Why do I have to walk through all the... It's just very complicated so it feels like a purgatory if you're if you're lost
1: well uh, folks as dave was saying if you've never been there or you've been there before and you're kind of reluctant to go back go to dave child's website he's got a link to his ebook that you can buy about the tips and tricks that you'll need to safely navigate yeah IKEA. a child's guide through ikea
0: <laughs> that's actually not that's, a bad yes. idea i gotta come up with some like how books that are just like a child's guide <laughs> yes. to blah 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 Hey, we just found a new thing. Uh, Michelle Lynn in the chat just has a a great question for you, Frank. I think maybe for both of us, but I think specifically for you, what's your purgatory? If Ikea is in your purgatory, which I think is pretty much mine, what's
1: yours? Mine would be someplace where um, I I guess I'm in line. And so I I guess it'd have to be some sort of shopping environment. Mm -hmm. But I'm in, in a line and everybody in front of me is paying by check. But not right away. They will always, even though they're in this long line, they will always each go up. They take out up, the card. They'll, they'll realize like, oh god, that just happened to me today. Oh, wait, I'm going to pay my check, and then write out the check, and
0: yes, it wasn't check, but it was like someone was on their phone, and it was at CVS, and they were like buying something at CVS, and as they were on their phone, the person was like, oh, you got to do that. You got to press this. You got to do this. You got to put your number. in. You got to do this. And she kept doing it wrong, and like having to put down her phone. And then she brought up the phone and continued the conversation. And it took so long. Yes. That's a good, good purgatory.
1: But yeah, people who do not know the simple retail process, when that is an adult that you know has been through the retail process in, in, in many times. And yeah. for whatever reason has consciously decided, I will never remember any of these basic steps. Right. And each day that I go to one, I will treat it like a newborn babe encountering, what is this machine? How do I operate it correctly? That would be my purgatory. Cool. Cool. Yeah, nice. so there you go, uh, nice. Michelle. didn't I hope that was a, a great answer to your question, which was an excellent question, by the way. Okay,
0: <laughs> Star Drew, by the way, in the chat says Frank's Purgatory. This is assuming a lot. Frank's Purgatory must be watching uh, the Penguins movie. Boo 2 and maybe Robot Cop in two thousand fourteen. <laughs> uh, Robot Cop, I I would love to get in the Wayback Machine to Robot, go check out. <laughs> also, I love how it's Robot Cop and not
1: Robocop. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, Robot uh, Cop. I want to yeah. check Robot Cop. That is like one of those like knockoffs that you'd find in Blockbuster. Yeah, they're just tying in. But
0: I think they're talking about the the reboot of Robocop is what it was. But I like Robot Cop so much better. Robocop, so... <laughs> <laughs> so much better. That sounds like
1: a movie that I could get behind.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Re- uh, no, we could talk. Keep sending in what your purgatories are because this is actually kind of fun. Rabner twenty eight says mine would be a guy trying to show me unfunny Instagram posts and thinking they're the most hilarious thing in the world. That's a good one. Mm. I like the can- yeah, the one the guy that's always like, "Hey, take a look at uh What do you think?
1: Look at this. Look, the cat. The cat's eating it, but that's not what a cat should eat. That's not what a cat should eat. I have a, a gentleman that I work with. Look at this. This is a... <laughs> yeah. Where he gets to, uh, before he's supposed to, his, whatever his call time is for work, he will get there an hour to 90 minutes ahead of time, uh-huh. and then just stand and pace in the break room, and basically just waiting for his next target, which is then to pull out anybody that comes in that will at least halfway engage him, he'll pull out his cell phone and then sh- start showing YouTube videos. Oh, look at this. Look at that.
0: Look at this. You know what? This is a plug for another TV show. Oh, yeah. But have you seen uh, the new What We Do in the Shadows TV show?
1: I've recorded the pilot episode, and I've not watched you it you got
0: to see it, because one of my favorite new characters that wasn't in the movie is uh, an energy vampire who's just that guy at work, uh-huh. who comes up to you and bores the crap out of you <laughs> and is just soaking up your energy while he does it. Oh. And it's like a recurring character in it, and it's just... Such a good idea! It's so good. Watch what we do in the shadows on FX.
1: Uh, you know, we've heard uh, Dave. You kind of got in with the the IKEA train for yes. the Purgatory. I shared mine. People in the chat have been sharing theirs. Mm-hmm. I feel like I want to reach out to Jonathan, our incredibly talented and versatile oh, engineer. Yeah. Jonathan, what but, is your idea of Purgatory? Oh, I I definitely have this loaded up. A laundromat. It's just <laughs> Laund- up a laundromat. Good. Just stick- Laundry circular, go around in circles. folded clothes, six inches by six inches. No, I hate laundry. And
0: you have to keep moving the laundry from the washer to the dryer, but they're never. And then you fold it, and then oh, you have to the keep cart washing is too it. Too
1: far away, and you got to debate whether or not if you want the cart, if it's worth <laughs> oh, the walk. Good one. That's it's a good one. Worth the walk? It's not. I, I love it. Uh, five second uh, side tangent there, Jonathan. L- uh, laundromat etiquette: If somebody's walked away from their uh, wash. And you need to use that machine. Will you take it out? Mm, not, no,
0: I wouldn't take it out.
1: Got it. Nah. Okay, this is
0: another good one too. We're gonna get to the episode eventually, but Mercenary X84 wrote mine would be getting into debates with commentators online on on YouTube. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Just stuck in a never-ending like <laughs> conversation on Facebook or <laughs> or Twitter or
1: anything. oh yeah. That's, that's true. That's a good one. Where you where you couldn't walk away. You, you had, had to. You had to keep
0: responding. <laughs> oh, please and stop And it never talking. gets to it. And you think you finally reach a point where they're going to be like, you know what? You have a good point. And then they say, nah, I think this. And then it turns into something else. And they bring in like a whole other debate out of nowhere. And then you can't stop. Oh, oh. That's that's wonderful. That's a good purgatory.
1: <laughs> mm, ah, that's
0: a good purgatory.
1: So, uh, what better way than to uh, segue into this particular episode? Uh, we've got a few storylines running, but yeah. the first one we'll focus on is uh, we we know that Sarah and Ava they had a little bit of a breakup. Yeah, and uh, Sarah's trying to find Ava, and she's missing.
0: Yeah, she shows up. I like the, I like how the episode starts. I like how it starts with Ava gone and missing and in trouble and then they're able to find and they bring in the two dark mystical artists that they have and it's kind of a good way of letting Nora kind of slip by because I feel like they're like well we have a specific problem I think all the evidence is pointing towards it really isn't Nora's fault I think we kind of know that by now so we need and even if she's a liability, we need as many magic people as we possibly can to help and find Ava and then to help Ava. So it's a good way of kind of having her join the team without very much debate. Very true. Yeah. So it's it's and they use her abilities to find Ava at that like motel and then they find her at the motel and she's all murked up and and getting ready to possess get possessed by a demon.
1: Yeah. And that we uh,
0: think is gonna be neuron
1: that's true and we find out that yeah it's gonna uh, for an unwilling soul uh, that is not going to let a demon take over their vessel their body is a vessel they yeah. the demon will send their soul to purgatory uh, so that they can then take that body for their own right and so uh Sarah says send me to wherever Ava is yeah and I'm gonna pray her and they go right
0: to purgatory that's true yeah and then purgatory is an IKEA one thing that i wish didn't happen i I think they could have spent some time with her just trying to find ava and she finds (laughs) ava like immediately but i think because that's something that happens in purgatory and like those ikea things is if you lose track of someone good luck trying to find someone in ikea when you don't know where they are and you don't have something it's just so massive and it has no it's not like a target that has like aisles it's just never-ending paths that go everywhere that's why it's Purgatory,
1: like, and I was thinking that as well too, because it's so quick how Sarah does find Ava at the beginning. But I guess the whole thing is for them to work through their issues. So to yeah. keep them separated doesn't allow us to get those little story beats about as they kind of address. Yeah, their, I think they wanted issues. to get them together right away. And uh, but I like
0: I like this. I like having like if it's all kind of subconscious, uh, purgatory mystical stuff. You can have fun with. Yeah, they actually have to address their own relationship issues to get out of it because they're in their own heads. They're in their own problems. And it was a good way to do it. And it also had a nice little, like, Gary nod when uh, when he started to become a part of it. Yeah. And I like how, like, his subconscious was helping. And it was like, I think I have some uh, Gary issues I have to get through. I, like, I don't know what that means, but I love it. I think it's because uh, she finds him, like, Like a familial type is what I'm thinking. It is like connects him too much with the lack of family that she has. That's my guess. But I also love the subtle little halo over his head when he did help them. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't too on the nose. It was like a nice. It was like a halo, like light, but it wasn't a halo exactly. Which for Legends of Tomorrow, not to be on the nose. I'm just like, ooh, cool, good job, (laughs) good job being a little subtle with with stuff like that. Just because the show never is subtle—that's true. It's so kind of nice.
1: Did you like the way that they would use areas you could shop or the familiar trouble of building these incredibly like uh, complex or hard to read directions? Uh, yeah. for sets as metaphors for them, how they work out issues of their relationship.
0: Yeah, I think that was perfect. I think they dealt with like issues that come from IKEA and also shopping as a couple that always end up happening. You have. How to build something it ends up becoming its own purgatory. How to, like, build a cabinet ends up becoming its own problem. Like, whether you should... And I like the fact that it was, you know, they were dealing with each other's issues. Like, Sarah can't totally throw out the instructions. Like, and you have to follow the instructions. But you also have to forgive something that isn't perfect. And once they do that, they can walk through the door. Yes, that's beautiful. And then they go through, and the next step is going to be them choosing a mattress and if you're shopping with someone and you're buying a mattress for the first time for both of you you have to find one that's like perfect for both of you and it's also a commitment because like this mattress is showing the fact that you 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 usually have a mattress for a long time. You're just supposed to change it, what, every, like, seven years or something like
1: that? Yeah, because it's, it's filled with your dead skin cells.
0: Yeah. Gross! And bugs, whether you like yes. it or not. <laughs> hey, that's our tip
1: to you. Change your mattress. <laughs>
0: that's but, a child's guide. Yeah, but you are supposed to... You're still having it for at least, like, you know, five to seven years. So that's, like a commitment you're buying something
1: well yeah. i mean i guess i don't know like that one was like yeah i suppose
0: listen it's a very coupley thing to get because you're sleeping on one side you usually have a side as a couple and you have to get something that's comfortable for both of you it's a good metaphor for like settling in it's whether about the you know whether they're talking about committing for a year or something as a couple it's a stronger thing than like you know 50 years But I still liked
1: it. Yeah, I mean, because I guess, like, if your relationship goes south, I mean, you still have a nice bed to sleep on. So. Yes, but still. You're still buying it. Uh, You still
0: have to buy uh, it for the both of you. You know? It's it's a good couple metaphor. And also had cool visuals with the, like, never-ending... Like uh, mattresses, and then how they stood still, and then the mattresses like went to them for Legends of
1: Tomorrow. That was really cool. And then they have they go into the house, and it's this endless uh, list of chores and chores. Tasks.
0: Yeah, and that's more about like accepting the fact that you have to take the chores. You have to accept like a boring world, and that's more of Sarah's issue than Ava's.
1: And I, that's kind of when
0: it switches
1: over. That's, that's true because I, I mean, I guess for Sarah or many people, they want they just want the excitement part of the relationship yeah and I realizing that yeah so with the excitement also comes the doing the dishes and paying the bills. that's yeah. just the basic, but it's also, also and
0: bolts. Everything that Sarah had to address, it was because of the anxiety that Ava has over the fact that like whether they can stay together that long, whether uh whether Sarah can accept a boring life, whether she can settle down. That So, in a way, they were able to still deal with the subconscious of Ava with dealing with Sarah's issues, because she knows what Sarah's issues are, and she's worried that they're going to get in the way of their relationship. And that was great. And it was just a nice love story that, like, we've settled into this ship real hard. <laughs> like, everyone loves Sarah and Ava, and they're just kind of waiting until they're trying to get them together as much as possible.
1: But I also feel like this is a well you can only go to so many times. We did a little bit last season. This time we did it. I feel like. Yeah, but this is. I feel is like, like now, I, I, in terms of their relationship now, coming yeah. out of this, do you feel solid enough or do you. That if they did this kind of thing next season where like, oh, there's a little friction. Why and the- are you
0: creating problems that don't exist, Frank? I'm
1: just because I'm just I- saying
0: this episode was really good and they dealt with commitment anxiety that comes up in every relationship later in the season later next year they could come up with another anxiety that uh, couples that are together for a long time have and maybe they can have a fun episode out of that Hmm. they can't do the exact same thing you're right they can't go to the well too often but anxieties never stop (laughs) like there is never a happy ever
1: after wow deep child sorry the so child's got into relationship right there. The so child's
0: got into relationship. <laughs> what if they want a kid? Maybe that could be what, like, next year's about. Or they actually decide to get married, and then it's anxiety over the marriage or
1: something. Uh, jumping in, I mean, certainly, uh, you know, predictions and stuff. But it kind of ties into this. Do you think the series ends with Sarah and Ava getting married?
0: The series, the yes. entire series, correct? Yeah, I could see that happening. Like, if if they decide to end the series, they end up with a marriage between the two.
1: That could be good. Because I'd be hard-pressed to see it go past next season at this point. I just feel like they're kind of burning out.
0: Right. I mean, I think that's, like, I think in a way right now they could just go back to time travel (laughs) and have it be a time travel show. Like, and they're dealing with mystical stuff all around. But who knows? Like, I don't know. It's, but I think you're right. That would be a good ending to have them get married, and then they're still doing what they're doing,
1: and they're never going to stop. Do you? <clears throat> and I feel like I'm talking about the show just in general for this moment. Yeah. But segueing into our next storyline, but just in terms of Legends of Tomorrow, do you feel like this is this could be such a ensemble show that, say, after next season they do the big crisis on Infinite's crossover, mm-hmm. they finish up the season, they say, you know what? What if we just gave endings happy, you know, whatever to these Our characters, yeah, and then we brought in whole new cast assembled from various Arrowverse shows, and have them kind of take over. Maybe, would that be something that would interest you, or be like, nah, just end it if you're going to end it with these characters? Just end I don't the show. know.
0: I wouldn't mind it as long as they get we get a sense of what this new show is going to be like. I think the problem is they don't quite know, like what what to battle. Like every single season is like mystical creatures now and then before it was demons then it was doom patrol wouldn't when it was the best it was doom patrol i feel and so it's they gotta figure out who the big bad is or what they're fighting for so I, I don't mind like a revolving cast of characters it would be nice to have one or two kind of especially sarah being kind of like always there or something sarah mm. Neva, and, and then they can have different they can rotate out ray even and rory i love them but like you know there could be other choices all right. I, before we move on to the other storyline, I do want to talk about the Ava in a box kind of at the end. Oh, yes. Which is the last thing that, that Sarah has to choose. This was the one time I liked it, but I wish they did it a bit more um, uh, like Indiana Jonesy. <laughs> like I kind of wish hmm. she had like a selection of Avas and she had to choose who her Ava was. And a lot of the Avas were, like, perfect or a certain type of Ava. But there was one that showed a flaw, and that's how she knew it was her Ava.
1: Ah, so kind of like that quest for the Holy Grail.
0: Yeah, the, the Holy Grail sort of thing. Yeah. And instead, she just kind of went down to the end of the hallway until she found her. Yeah. You know, there wasn't really a choice that she made. She just passed. Why would you choose any of the other Avas? They're all in a box. But, again, it's all in Ava's subconscious. So if it's pretty obvious to Sarah, it doesn't mean it's obvious to Ava. So you can get through it. And that's fine. It was fine. I just kind of wish, I think they missed an opportunity to be a bit more holy grail about it.
1: Yeah, I have to admit, this was the part of the episode because it gets to, while they're doing the chores, uh, they get into a big uh, conflict and Sarah just says, just tell me <laughs> what to say so I can make this you know better and we keep going. And Sarah's uh, Ava's point is, you Know if I tell you what to say, it doesn't mean anything, it's right? It's gotta be, it's gotta come from you, it's gotta come. so she had to see her experience, all this stuff, yeah, and, which so, is good. and then also she just disappears. And then that's when we get the Ava's in multiple boxes, yeah. But she's always there, it's in her head, yeah. I mean, I guess what the point is, it's I her mean, purgatory was Ava's thing. I was just like, oh, yeah, there's gotta be another Ava that's better. That's, that's terrible. it's
0: about her anxiety that she uh, that Sarah wants a perfect Ava and not her for her as-is flaws. Yeah. And that's what they choose afterwards. This is a great comment in the uh, that, that's coming up in the thing from Nerd 28 Frank, yeah. stop trying to break up the only
1: good Arrow, Arrowverse couple. I am not break, trying to break them up. I mean, that's great to have them together. It is the only good couple that we kind of love. It is, but it's also just something where I just don't want... I've seen too many shows where they've had the romantic leads, and I'll say that for this show, uh-huh. uh, where they kind of have them go through the breakup issues. Either be broken yeah. up or be together. And if you're going to be together, then commit to that and tell the types of stories that... You can tell fun stories about a couple, but that's also That's what have. I think
0: they're doing. I hope so. I think so. that's what this is. Yeah, but but I, I... Maybe. That's what the... I mean, she comes back to Ava and she doesn't come back because of a mystical reason. She comes back because she wants Ava back. And then a mystical thing is in the way, and then they have to deal with couples issues. The couples issues you have when you're trying to decide whether to move in together or not, and that's what they're doing. They're just doing it in a very, like, superhero way.
1: I guess, but I just feel like sometimes the pace of Legends Tomorrow in terms of when they're breaking out, uh, the arc of a relationship, really slow going because this was stuff that we kind of talked about last season then kind of got reset at the beginning of this season where Sarah was a little yeah like skittish about moving in and kind of calling Ava's place like their home. And so no no, no I'm going to stay back on the wave rider. So I feel like we kind of then we took one step forward, two steps back at the beginning of the season. That's life, man. That's what relationships are
0: like. That's chapter you, 2. You are <laughs> you're looking for beef when there's no beef to be had there's always beef guys there's There's always beef that is a terrible
1: (laughs) philosophy of life that you always think there's beef there's always beef I've got beef with anything where's the beef Uh, thank you Jonathan
0: (laughs) where's the beef it's all around
1: us <laughs> uh the beef is the, the what we picked up along the way can, can we move it? to
0: probably what is our actual beef yeah. is a, a one of the storylines for sure but before we do that dave oh what do you gotta tell me now
1: is you this know another issue no the, what i've gotta say is that i want to give a big thank you to what? everybody yeah oh man look at this i may have beef but you know what i don't have beef with Oh, the fantastic people that watch all our great shows here at AfterBuzz. How can you beef with them? They're no. Such, they're fantastic folk. Absolutely. They stay up. Holy cow. I mean, it is 10 p.m. Pacific time. You know, 1 o'clock on the East Coast. And they're sticking around watching the show. They don't wow. have to do They do it because they love it. And we love you for doing it. And we do so many after shows here, whether it's something like uh, what we do in the Shadows, maybe, or Barry, or it's a variety of different things. Like great quality shows. And you make it, uh, by your watching it, make it possible for us to continue to do so. But we're also asking for a little bit of help. So if you could uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, uh, YouTube, give us a thumbs up anytime you watch one of the videos. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Give it that five-star rating right there and say something flattering about Dave Child because he loves that. Yeah. But whatever you're doing, wherever you're listening, wherever you're watching, get involved in the conversation. Leave a comment so we can just see what you're thinking of the show, how we can constantly improve it to uh, make sure that you're getting the, the best value for your hard-earned time. But regardless, thanks so much for watching our shows and uh, helping us become the ESPN of TV Talk. All thanks, right. guys. Yes. You're all so beautiful. <laughs> so, uh, hot beef talk ta- time. Are we getting into the beef. hot beef? Should we play our game of where's the beef? Oh, I all know. right. Okay, I'm down. I'm down to play it. Let's okay. see if our I beef like... match up.
0: I think it's this. I would write it down, but All it's right. got to be the same thing as last That's week. That's true. <laughs> yeah.
1: Theme park. Uh, They're uh, doubling down on Hey World. Hey World! How much do you think that, that they spent on that set? Uh, even just the partially realized bits? Well, I mean, some of it is CGI. They
0: had the, the, they didn't actually make a Dragon's Den like yeah. gate, I'm sorry to say.
1: I would like that to just be like somebody's just driving down some road in Vancouver yeah. in a field and they just see. They're like, what the heck is that, honey?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just they're really trying to make Hank such a good guy, and he's dreaming, and he's basing the park off all of his drawings. Nate drew a lot of unicorns as a little boy. He drew a lot of unicorns. This is bonkers
1: to me that a grown man, no judgment, that you know is in the military, has rose until the government ranks. Mm-hmm. You he is giving child sketches, childhood drawings of his son to construction workers
0: workers.
1: to realize. Like, with no. (laughs) What? No. That is not at all how you do it. And he was
0: betraying a demon in order to, like, make a weird zoo. Like, I agreed with Neuron, but he was like... Yeah, he was he was making a weird zoo. He betrayed me. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm with you. It's weird. And it was it, I know I'm I have a weird thought about something when would as soon as, you know, cuz they go through this whole journey of like Nate finds this and then he wants to he wants to knock it down, he's like destroy it all. And then when he's like, I got to stop it. I got to stop it from happening. I was just like, why do you have to stop it? It's really a waste of money. You're not. It's gonna be a bad idea to to do this theme park, even if you bring the mystical creatures. We've also learned in the show, we've learned to like and appreciate mystical creatures as people. Sometimes, like, it, it, could you imagine the copay? In that park, wouldn't that be just as bad for the man that ended up, like, Mona fell in love with to be in a cage and ogled at by children? It's not a great idea. It's not a beautiful idea. Or the unicorn, which ate hearts. Yep. You don't want that in a in a section. Like, it's. we've learned from these experiences how bad they are to be around people and how you can't just put them
1: in a cage. It. I don't get the reasoning here. I just don't. <laughs> it, it, it is so bonkers. It is so weird to me that this is the way they decided to kind of redeem or change directions on Hank Haywood. To like, yeah, yeah, he's really a good guy underneath it all. And that they think that we're going to be like, yeah, man, this makes total sense. It tracks with everything yeah, else we've seen this whole season.
0: I think it's sweet. I think that's the idea of it. But I would have been like, it's a sweet idea, Hank. But we gotta take it down. We gotta take this down. There's no way Hay World yeah. can actually exist. I would even, I would even like, I would even follow the logic that he's trying to reconnect with his kid. So he's trying to build this, and it's Hank being like an idiot. But when Nate even says like, I don't know what my life is right now. I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with this crazy park that my dad is setting up, and I'm shredding all these documents so people won't find that. Like, I agree with Nate. It doesn't – it shouldn't exist. I agree with Nate at the beginning of his arc. I don't agree with
1: him at the end of the arc I about how it <laughs> should, should, like, still exist. And I could see why – if this is how Hank is running this, why he foolishly made a deal with the, with the demon – because yeah. without any true architectural renderings or designs or plans, <laughs> this this project is going over so over over budget. Yeah, where's the money coming from for all of this? Because there's no way any is of these he guys are taking it from the government? <laughs> yeah, we're losing that's why we don't have are you know, taxpayers paying yep. for Hayworld? <laughs> they are. Oh man. That's so weird. And to, to give it to, to Mr. T just this drawing of unicorns jousting. And yeah. like yeah okay we'll make this a real thing
0: yeah <laughs> well, are i just taking money from him i think i think hank was having a, a mental decline i think he was going down a bad path <sighs> <sighs>
1: oh man uh as we talked about several weeks ago when we came back to read that article saying how they felt about tom wilson to where we are now and the justifications they've made to that character i'm like I don't. I rather just keep him evil. I rather would have preferred that than what we have now. I
0: think they should have kept him a flawed human being. Yeah, that seemed like what they were building up. They they don't have to make him a perfect dad. You know.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can be duped by a demon, but to make him the person that's being duped such a complete dum dum. They can make him someone who's trying to harness the
0: power of a demon in order to better the, the U.S. government and provide for his family. That makes sense. It's still a good dad. He's just going down the wrong path. Oof, very rough. Um, uh, they, <laughs> they said, "Hey, could bezzle the government." I think that's true.
1: Um, so, uh, along with that episode, along with that storyline, what I did like about it at least was it got a little see of Ray and Nate time. Stuff yeah. that we really enjoyed in previous seasons, a but haven't got to see uh, a lot of this year.
0: Also, we get to see the steel powers steal up. Finally. We haven't seen that in a while. Man. Although, I do have to say, he didn't have to stop that wrecking ball. It wasn't going to hit anything, it was going in between the gates. <laughs> I know. That was a very poorly set up wrecking <laughs> ball. It would have gone up and maybe hit the top and then come back (laughs) and maybe hurt the, the wrecking ball, like, maybe hurt Mr. T. Yeah. It was, bad. the physics of that didn't work out. At it. <laughs> but it was nice to see him steal up. I want to see him steal up more. I miss those steel buns.
1: And I still don't know the deal of uh, trying to call the uh, the construction guy at the last second. And then you cut to him in the cabin for the, uh, <laughs> for the. Just jamming out on headphones. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Oh, okay. oh man. Wonderful. Why, why didn't he just call? Why didn't he just call?
0: Get out of here. I'm a construction worker. This is what I sound like. Oh <laughs> boy. I'm just going by Mr. T. I recognize hey, that. wood Ja. Okay. How how <laughs> that makes the You're the Ansons? I did like the Ansons. <laughs> I did like that. I did yeah, but we got to see him together and I did like when he came back and he and he did see that they had captured Neuron by that point. Um, and confronts him and then he like I liked all the Neuron stuff I feel like if we if we want to jump to that storyline right now
1: well uh, two things I want to touch on real quick with that before is uh, one I enjoyed the spit take always enjoy a good spit take
0: yeah good spit take
1: yeah and then we also have the Zari storyline so which kind of ties in like hey do I tell this guy that I really like him? what's the best way to communicate that via text
0: that was an adorable storyline and also full of great character choices And I enjoyed that. I like how, like, each character, except, you know, they're still trying to figure out who Charlie is. But, like, all the other characters were pretty defined, the ones that are defined. They were just, like, and you get to see their choices and you get to hear them talk it out. And it's always trying to figure out how to communicate. I like all of that.
1: That was a good little, like, C story. But I will say, again, they have done a much better job of, we know, uh, we get Mona's deal. We get yeah. a character and a personality type. How she's going to react in a given situation. Yeah. Her point of view. Still, like, Charlie, man, I agree with you. It's like, uh, all right. I mean, you're going to yeah, say man. some kind of surly thing. And she's, then, right. she's more of like,
0: she's becoming this, like, sexual person. Okay. She, you know, she's the one saying you up and, you know, with the eggplant emoji. The but, one
1: thing I didn't like about the end of it, though, is that why I didn't like Zari going back to saying, oh, hey, about that text. His dad just died.
0: His dad just died. Do you ask someone out after their dad just died?
1: Why not? I Give them a give them a little I, bit I also of, of read something, it, hope?
0: I read it as like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do this through text. Maybe I should actually do this in person. And then she chickened out at the last minute. But I feel like she felt like maybe... I know this person. I see him every day. We work in the same building. Do I have to ask him out through text? Or should I just do it in person? So that's why I didn't mind it. And the only thing I... Did, I like, it, it was kind of... I think they are trying to draw this relationship out more. But I don't think it's that bad. I think it's like... I think they're just, you know... They're being coy and cute with it. And we know they're going to be together. And let's just play with it while we can.
1: But you know what? I feel like we've seen too many versions of that storyline where... The, you spend too long in that coyness, and I was really hoping this relationship, one that's kind of been built up organically, you spend too long in the what? In the coyness, in the coyness. Yes. Oh, okay. I,
0: th- I, I heard it as like coinness, like yeah. I don't know. You don't know that? I know what you mean by coyness, <laughs> yes. but I thought you meant you were coming up with some other word for like this is what happens before they date. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: They're in the coin.
1: Stage. That's right. Yeah. The, 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 Where they, they share coins with they, each other? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, love
1: coins. They pass around the love coins like you do. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've got a Massachusetts quarter. Oh, my God. Look at that. Oh, look. I'm from Massachusetts. Oh, this is perfect. We're in love. We're in love. There you go. <laughs> uh, that, the way I felt like if all, I mean, the Sarah and Ava thing is good, but I feel like for some reason, this Nate and Zara thing, it's just like it's kind of built up naturally and I've kind of enjoyed it. So I really hope that they would kind of stay away from the usual TV tropes where they kind of just like, oh, we're going to extend this. Are they going to say anything? And just go against the grain and just like really kind of keep plowing. Yeah, plowing I kind ahead. of
0: wish it ended with, with them actually asking each other out. Yeah. But, you know, it's I, I'm i still okay with it. I think it's going to happen like by the end of the season.
1: All right. So hot neuron storyline. <laughs> yes. They easily captured Neuron. So easily in that hotel room. <laughs> That's not that easy. They had to, like...
0: First, they had to put a fake uh, a fake Ava using their powers. They actually used Charlie's powers. Mm-hmm. Charlie does have good, useful powers. And they were able to use that. And then they had the fake-out with uh, Nora, and then John Constantine was right behind. I feel like it was, you know, a bit of a trap that they set for him.
1: You know, i got to give it up for... I think out of every magic user I've seen on any of the Arrowverse shows, Matt Ryan always enjoy watching him do his thing as Constantine. Yeah, there's something like Damian Dark or even Nora, where but when they just kind of do the hands, eh? I I, just the way they Constantine. Yeah, yeah. It's like like, it's a struggle to do it. Yes.
0: And also, I liked when Neuron showed up and everyone was going crazy around him. Mm -hmm. I think they've established that the fact that he kind of has chaos in his like wake.
1: That was cool. I like that. I guess you know one of my least favorite things, though, to do, Frank, to like any sort of demonic entity that is possessing people, uh is you make them whistle.
0: That's what I hate uh, when they do that. Well, they were doing that for a reason. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing. I, you know, Frank, you gotta have a problem with every single thing. It's going uphill with you. (laughs) But like, I do have to say, I would rather the whistle happen. Rather than see Ray's just to jump to the end to see Ray's face turn into a beehive, I'm. <laughs> that, those were the choices. That's true. Those were the choices: beehive Ray face, or uh, add a whistle that he can whistle at the end.
1: You know, in, in respect to the bee face, what I will give is as neuron was leaving uh, Desmond's body. I did like that it kind of exited all throughout the little tiny beehive pores. That's true. So I was that like, they actually
0: use the bee face. Yes. Oh, that's interesting. And the little, like, smoke creature that kind of came out, it wasn't too bad.
1: You know, I still don't quite understand that beat, where, uh, of course, they do a little rope-a-dope with Neuron. Yeah. And make it seem like, (laughs) where, where, like, oh, God, Nora's going to fall for it. She's going to do it.
0: And, you know what, there was a moment where I was like, oh, I didn't think this was going to be a good writing choice, but I thought maybe they were going to make it, where Nora was going to become, like, Neuron in the next, like, of couple of episodes, I thought maybe they were going to go down that path. And I didn't agree with it, but they I, they fooled me into thinking it was going to happen. I was like, maybe because sometimes this show is like, oh, they they took a wrong path. <laughs> and I thought maybe they were going to take that wrong path. So I actually fell for the like, and then Constantine popped up and they were able to kind of rope-a-dope him. And then Ray kind of messed up the whole thing.
1: And I still don't understand how it got from. Ray. I can understand Ray going in and, and and messing up the the spell that they were trying to work on. Uh-huh. And so Nora does her whatever her go to is, where she just lets out that burst of energy. Yeah,
0: and it kind of sp- like puts her in a coma.
1: Yes. So we see neuron though gets affected by that. It kind of he gets hit at first, and then kind of ricochets it back at Nora. But then we see the neuron, the 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 spirit, the the ghost dissipates. Yes.
0: See, the thing is, I knew that he possessed either Constantine or Ray, and I knew that was going to come back by the end of it because he dissipates over Constantine and Ray's body. It was not enough of a "you killed the demon" yes. to convince me. And I thought they did a good job of I don't know, and maybe they just it's the demon kind of doing it in a way where he he does uh, seem like he was destroyed for the other characters. What I'm curious about is they did set up a rule already, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're necessarily going against the rule. I think they're saying that like uh, a body has to accept something or they have to go through a lot of like prep. And set up like the whole and sending a soul to purgatory. So, I think we're going to see what happens when that doesn't happen. When a a soul is like, demon is forced on a soul that is unwilling. And I think that's going to be what next episode's going to be about.
1: I hope so because it, it, I, because you see where Nora, they're kind of building up and she's playing into. Having that fake I'm going despair. to accept. I'm going yes. to accept it. because my life, you can bring back my dad. You know, I'm hated by everybody around me. So, yeah. yes, I have nothing else to do but to take you in and hopefully see my father.
0: The only thing is I feel like a lot of people who watch Legends of Tomorrow are also Supernatural fans. It kind of feels like it's insane. Same world and... I feel like a lot of these fans might be recognizing a little bit of Supernatural in this one. Nah. It's a little reminiscent of what Lucifer had to go through in a couple of the seasons he had to.
1: What would you do if they actually crossed over <laughs> Supernatural at the end of the season? we see the Winchesters show up. That would be great. I'd
0: love that. <laughs> I would absolutely love that. They're leaving their Supernatural's ending because they're joining the Legends. That would be amazing.
1: I mean, it would be like that crossover between Sleepy Hollow and Bones. Yeah. Where you have the one where they're fighting that, you know. The, oh, God, that, <laughs> that was a crossover. Yes. Oh. Where it's just two shows that do not go together. They don't. Supernatural, I think you can make an
0: argument, goes better with Legends of Tomorrow.
1: But then you're accepting it's part of the Berlantiverse? Are you cool with that?
0: That would be weird.
1: Yeah,
0: would. Sure, I'll be cool with it. We'll see them in well, Crisis you know, next season. Alternate universes. <laughs> alternate universes is what I'm saying. All right. Okay. Um, in the chat, I do love that uh, Chris Moe is asking I wonder if Bebo will help fight Neuron. We did bring up a Bebo. Like, we, uh, like I hope Bebo comes and hugs him to death. <laughs> that would be nice. And Chris Mill also says, no Hank ghost this episode, which is true. Still no Hank ghost. I'm uh, wanting at least an Obi-Wan Hank ghost to come back at some point.
1: I, I feel like for as much love as they've shown Tom Wilson... This They're not can't keeping be the him end. around. But this can't be the end. It just seems so yeah, weird. it's weird, right? It's like we
0: love, uh, we love him, so we have to change the character but still not giving him a job (laughs) like they still don't extend his character for longer it's (laughs) so strange
1: to me anyways great you know hey tom we love what you do with this character you know we're gonna take yours in a little different direction you're still gonna die yeah but you're gonna die as like a nicer guy before we go
0: any predictions for next week
1: uh i predict that uh i will say i love you to you again well, that's just a guarantee. Yeah, that's um, true. Uh, you know, I mean, I guess we'll have a nice kind of uh, you know one of those kind of possession type episodes. I think we're seen. gonna have
0: Ray as a villain, which is kind of fun. And I think that I'm I'm curious to see how they play with it. It looks like there's a lot of him struggling against his own body, but I I kind of want evil Ray. I kind of want to see what evil Ray's like. Hmm. So
1: we'll see. interesting. I mean, I guess it could be sort of like the um, you know. Evil Dead kind of take off, where he's kind of fighting against himself.
0: Yeah, that's from the next week on, it seems like it's a lot of that. It's like him holding up a knife and going after people and he's like, I don't know what to tell you guys, I'm doing this. <laughs> and it's, which kind of looks kind of fun. I kind of like how that is playing out. So, How you about know, you? We'll see. That's my prediction. Oh, really? And I feel like so,
1: it was, you you just kind of like, piggybacked on mine. Wow, well,
0: okay. Well, okay, a brand new prediction. Yeah. I don't think Ray's going to be the bad guy for very long. I think it's going to be at the end of this, and then it's going to become someone else, maybe someone else who's stuck in the afterlife. So he might come back as Hank.
1: Mm. All maybe. right. Look so at this. maybe we'll have
0: neuron being Hank, which is kind of neat because I I feel like Hank looks a bit more like neuron in the comics.
1: No, it's true. That, true. that that absolutely is true. You are correct so, on that one. Oh, that that's your boy right there, Mister Mr. M. R. Dave Child. Look at that. You okay. can find me at. Should I tell people where they can find me? Go ahead.
0: Me? Is that cool? Yeah. Okay. You can find me at Mr. Dave Child on Twitter and Instagram and also DaveChild.com. Check out all my fun dance videos. I may be going a little internet silent this whole week because I'm scared to death of Endgame spoilers and Game of Thrones spoilers and I'm leaving town this weekend. So I might be a little silent in the internet world, but I will respond to you eventually.
1: Uh, yeah, folks, thanks for joining us here for the Legends of Tomorrow After Show. Like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And Dave's told you where to find him. I, even if you can't reach him this weekend on the uh, the Twitter grams or anything, you know, let me know. I'll give you his phone number so you can text him any don't kind do of that. spoilers. Don't, don't, just to make sure that he's that. in the loop on stuff. Please we don't, don't want him to be lost somewhere and not know exactly what went no, on no, no, no. with Avengers Endgame.
0: I'm, I mean, I'm doing this for the purpose of not getting spoilers. Please don't spoil it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh follow me uh on at happy go jackie folks that's gonna do it for this episode of the legends of tomorrow after show we're gonna be back here next monday night with another new episode right here we're gonna do it dave are you excited we're doing it we do it for you because we love you and we'll see you next week next week right here on after Buzz tv bye i love you speed off